is very, very spread this censorship about saying what you are feeling, censorship about how to express better, Censor censorship about talking the truth, Censor censorship about pretty much everything. And you have to measure so much in the way you talk and how you approach certain people. And that is just, I'm sorry for the word, but that is just bullshit. Because the more you do that, the more repressed that you are feeling. And the more you do that, the easier you lose your identity and the more confused you are. And that's what we are seeing outside in the world, more confusion less identity, more crisis in terms of the younger people that they don't even know who they are because they don't, they are. Welcome everyone to our episode 111-111. This is a lucky number. Today we are going to talk about emotions and how to start feeling more what we are experiencing inside of us and how damaging it is not expressing our emotions, not being able to say what you feel, not being able to recognize what you are feeling. And all of this uh, culture of censoring and all of those garbage things that we have to face many times about not being able to express how we feel, not being able to observe how we feel and not uh, reflecting on what we do in our everyday lives and how it affects our mental health and our emotional and physical health, of course. So to talk about this topic, I use the article from Gonzalez M. It's everyday beliefs about emotion, their role in subjective subjective experience and emotion as an interpersonal process and emotional theory. So we know that people hold various beliefs and very different beliefs about emotion, such as what causes an emotion, how and why emotions differ, and what should what should you do about your own emotions and about other people's emotions. So all of these lay beliefs or popular beliefs vary within and between cultures, and they are transmitted through language, through example, through socialization practices. So all of those things are going to pe permeate through your mind and they are going to be imbued in you and you are going to develop certain characteristics, certain personality according to what other people expect from you. So if you will start developing a reframing, a reappraisal or rethinking all of these beliefs, all of these uh, lay um, belief emotion it's going to be um, restructured in a way that has been proved effective, that allows your brain to observe yourself as a third person and to feel as a student 
of your own mistakes, of your own emotions, and to recognize easily what you are feeling and how you are feeling in certain moments of, let's say, stress, for example. And let's just talk about two examples. For example, a student who feels sad about a low grade in an exam can remind himself or herself that he or she didn't study much for that exam, but at the but at that if he or she studied more, the next time there will be an increase in the grade. So looking at yourself as a capable person, as simply having a mistake or having a bad day and just losing focus in that exact moment is a lot different than thinking that you are not able to uh, overcome an exam or you are not intelligent enough to uh, pass a test. Or we have another example, an employee who isn't promoted may consider how that advancement of another person with greater seniority was fair and not looking at himself or herself as someone that is not capable of scaling up in the company. So the result is that there are fewer painful feelings watching yourself and watching the things that happen instead of judging or criticizing yourself and not being able to experience sadness, anger, or shame. All of those things are going to be very uh, helpful for you to detect how are you feeling, what kind of experiences are, are you having, and the things that you should be able to observe, to witness in let's say, in a reflective dialogue inside of yourself. So another effective approach is learning about your concept of the emotions without judging them. In a series of studies tracking acceptance and overall emotional health, a psychologist spread forth in the University of Toronto showed that accepting negative emotions led to better mental health. People were asked to keep a daily diary for two weeks and each evening they reflected on the most stressful event that day and on their responses and the time at the time of the event and afterward. Six months later, these people that just did this exercise for two weeks have less depression, less anxiety, and more emotional well-being overall. So in a related lab experiment, how much subject accepted their emotions versus judge their emotions was measured. And then each was asked to prepare and give a speech, a little dialogue, for example, a time-worn way of inducing the stress in the lab, which is just um, facing 
and the exposition to, to talk. And the higher their level of acceptance in their emotions, the higher and the um, more regulated they were in order to feel anxiety, stress, and worry. Those three are the most uh, challenging emotions in terms of the negativity. And many people that don't allow themselves to feel that anxiety, that stress, that worry, and they just judge themselves because they are feeling like that. And instead, what prepares you better, what helps you better, what creates different pathways in your brain is accepting those emotions, is feeling those emotions, is expressing how you feel. In fact, those convince that negative feelings have their uses and they are um, helpful, they can exploit them. A classic study for another of another psychologist, Meja Tamir, and her colleague entitled When Feeling Bad is Expected to be Good, illustrated this experience. In a laboratory experiment, the researchers saw, showed that people who saw anger as helpful in a hostile negotiation one that involved a landlord intent on getting overdue rent from a tenant, won more concessions in the bargaining and they wrapped up their anger beforehand. So if you uh, project those emotions before they happen, if you face yourself with the challenge, if you allow yourself to, to create a mental, a mental picture of the things that can go wrong, of the things that you are going to face. If you warm up your body for the stress, let's say, all of those emotions that you are going to experience in the moment are going to be much better and you are going to be able to um, regulate yourself easier. So now what is and what is going to happen if we just play the game of not expressing and feeling our, our emotions. There is a dynamic nature in all of these lay beliefs, in all of, of this popular culture, and they evolve over time and they differ across situations and they are influenced by cultural norms and expectations. And now is the perfect moment to witness all of these things that are happening around the world because it's not just now is very, very spread this censorship about saying what you are feeling, censorship about how to express better, Censor, censorship about talking the truth, Censors, censorship about pretty much everything. And you have to measure so much in the way you talk and how you approach certain people. And that is just, I'm sorry for the word, but that is just bullshit. Because the more you do that, the more repressed that you are feeling. And the more you do that, the easier you lose your identity and the more confused you are. And that's what we are seeing outside in the world. 
more confusion, less identity, more crisis in terms of the younger people that they don't even know who they are because they don't they are not able to express themselves because they have to use certain stupid pronouns just to be able to express to express better or to fit the culture so all of those things are creating mental health problems and this is the proof that they are uh, creating those problems not being able to face your emotions not being uh, not being able to create an assessment of yourself, not being able to reflect on the things that you did wrong, not being able to re to replay the things that you did and to project the things that you are going to do. All of this is creating more, more anxiety, more um, beliefs about what is good and what is wrong, etc., Appraising emotions based on societal beliefs can lead to additional emotional responses such, such as shame and embarrassment. And that's what we saw with many people that spoke the truth during the pandemic and they were judged and they were criticized. And now they are um, giving them their right to speak again and to say the truth, because now it has been many, many of those things have been proven to be right and they have been proven to be true. So, but in the moment, those people were embarrassed. Those people, those people were shamed and they were not able to express many things that were extremely important in terms of health for example. Now, what is going to happen in terms of the impact in your behavior? You are going to be um, programmed and molded and rooted in those lay beliefs and shapes whether certain emotions are acceptable for other people or not then your behavior is going to be structured in a way that you are going to be able to um, follow what other people say, follow what other people do, and don't complain and don't uh, express anything and just be more a product of the society instead of a product of your own soul, of your own feelings, of your own emotions. So... That's what is creating the extreme anxiety, depression rates that we are seeing mostly on younger people because they are growing with this culture that is a cage. They are being caged into a very thin um, space a very thin space where they cannot express what they are feeling, where they cannot say what they want. And that doesn't mean being irresponsible of what you say. That means reflecting more on, on what you are going to say, but being more, being freer about how you feel, 
and about your emotions um, and about the knowledge and the wisdom that even negative emotions are giving you to yourself. So what can you do in terms of molding yourself and creating more plasticity inside of your brain to allow yourself to express better and to have much more mental health and emotional health? Well, first, let's just summarize all of this information into two paragraphs. Cultural expectations will influence your beliefs about whether certain emotions should be experienced or expressed either by specific persons, specific situations, or in general. This kind of culture is creating fake people or people that are just programmed to follow what other people want. People that are just being programmed to feel how other people want them to feel. So the more you do that, the more you lose yourself, the more you um, release your values, the more you lose track of everything that is happening inside of you, and the more you are a product of what other people expect from you. So you are losing yourself. That's the conclusion. Lay beliefs also can become more deeply entrenched through encouraging individuals to behave toward others in accordance with their own beliefs. So now you are behaving how other people want and you don't even know who, are, who you are. You don't even know how you react. You don't even know what you did or what you, what you said, what you said. And when you arrive to your place and when you have some time to reflect or you are at peace or you are just doing any other thing, you are being haunted by your real values, by your real emotions. And that's the conflict of your personality. And that's the conflict of your identity. And that's the conflict of not saying anything and that is the production of chronic diseases because any emotion that is not expressed is an emotion that is going to create damage inside of you. And this has been proven now more than ever. We know and we have evidence, epigenetic evidence. We have evidence of how these emotions, if we are storing them constantly, they create many of the chronic diseases that we are witnessing in the world, diabetes, obesity, hypertension, even mental diseases such as Alzheimer and Parkinson, all of those emotions that you are not expressing, they are building up. It's like leaving your garbage in your house for a month and not throwing them out. What is going to happen with, with your house if you store the garbage for one month? Just picture that. Well, what, that is what's happening inside of you. The more you comply with the culture, the more you, the more you comply with what is being programmed, the more you are losing yourself and the more damage you are doing inside. So I hope this reflection helps you to really pay attention to your emotions, to really assess them, 
to witness yourself, to learn from the negative emotions, to feel the negative emotions, and to question more what is happening with you and why are you behaving like that in certain situations. Of course, that when you are stressed is when you are going to show more who you really are. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for your attention. I encourage you to give me comments, questions, suggestions, and of course, to support me by subscribing to my YouTube channel, by subscribing to any of the platforms where you listen to podcasts, and to uh, support me in this uh, road of helping people with wellness through science. You know you can visit my website, www.davidortegab.com, and when you go inside in any of the pages at the upper uh, left corner, you are going to find a link that says uh, donate. So you can just support me with whatever you can. Thank you very much for your attention. Have a wonderful day and we will listen to each other on our next episode. Bye.